Yo. Everything <laughs> about this is the weirdest version of this. Mm-hmm. Zig and I are in Tawny's. And Peanut. And Peanut are in Tawny's very own home. But Tawny is not Tawny here. Tawny is not here. She's hundreds of miles away. <laughs> yeah. Thousands of miles Probably away? thousands of miles away. Yeah, yeah. Are you are you like me and literally? I mean, it has to be thousands. We, I literally like, you know, when people are like, yeah, you know, like cross America, it's only like X thousands. Of, or you're like, obviously, if you flew from New York to LA, you just flew however many, yeah, thousands of miles or whatever. I think it's like thirty three, thirty five hundred, at least for me to go to from Los Angeles to North Carolina. I don't, I don't remember. I don't retain any of this. Have shit. you ever driven cross country? Yeah, three times. I've done it twice and. It gets there are diminishing returns with how endearing it is. I think the more times oh. you do it, and also how old you are when you're doing it. Huh. When I was 26, it fucking slapped. It was great on the open road with my friends. And then when I had to do it by myself, it was like a job. It was just a day job that I had. I would drive for eight hours a day. Oh. And then find a hotel in some crappy town, wake up, and then do it again. When I moved to LA, I drove myself. And admittedly, I was late 20s. Yeah. Um, but I did it mostly by myself. My sister yeah. joined me for a little bit of it. But I liked the uh, by myself part of it. And this yeah. is also, and I don't want to age myself. This was not pre-smartphone, but no. I did not have a, I had a, I believe the phone was called a Palm Pre, yeah. the Palm Pilot, <laughs> yeah. like, attempt to make a smartphone. Mm-hmm. So I had a map on it. I don't think it was able, I think it was literally, it was not able to stream music because that was not a thing a commercial service oh yeah so i think i had three albums downloaded on it and then cds otherwise i think that i yeah i mean i drove when i was like 26 or 27 i think and i just remember listening listening to every single podcast that ever existed um including the show before i worked on it and just every single mix i could possibly think of on my spotify playlist before i got out here yeah you you youngins don't know what it was like to <laughs> I think I must have. It is wild that uh, I used to. So I used to deliver uh, food for many restaurants, but that was also before GPS, or at least before I could afford an iPhone yeah. to have GPS. And that was just you would get like. Well, I'm sure you did the same thing when you moved to LA, but you get like the map for the town, like oh, Duggan's Road is on A5, and then you would have to like go to A5 and then like work your way back to like the main street that you're on, and like you'd write the like you know left on Duggan's, right onto Herschel or whatever. I when I moved to LA, because yeah, in in New York it was just easy to know where you are. Hey, go down to Yancey Street and take a left. No, was, you'll see me playing stickball with the boys. Just go like, well, the numbers get bigger when you go north and mm-hmm. bigger when you go west. <laughs> in Manhattan, at least, and then in Brooklyn, <laughs> I just kind of knew where shit was somehow. Yeah, I mean, also you're always walking here, so you had real no need. To, I was always biking. Yeah, you were a bike boy, right? I was a bike boy. And then we, this is the podcast you always us racist. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. And I'm a special guest host, uh, Cody Ziegler, a former producer Zig. Sitting in for Tawny Newsome. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we are, we are visiting um, Tawny's place on the desert without her. Yeah. Um, it was a real uh, dirtbag boy desert yeah. dudes. Yeah. The past, past day. We're really just like chilling, chilling with Tawny's husband. And what what is. <laughs> Yeah, so for those who don't know, which is all of you, because you're not a part of our uh, text thread, I originally came up here to put some, so about a little thing about me that you may not know, uh, I have been blessed, or some would say cursed, with, uh, with height. So I, I'm, I'm a very tall man, I'm a very big man, and I have an equally large car to fit somewhat of my stature. 
uh, Ford Bronco 2021. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so I've been getting complaints since I got that, not only from some of my less uh, vertically gifted friends, but also my girlfriend, who was also not very tall. So I just have to not tall. Yeah, but look, uh, uh, it's a whole thing. Like, I think I think that's what you are failing to understand. You keep on saying like, oh man, all these short people complaining. I think n- normal height, normal American height plus about ten percent has difficulty getting into your car. <laughs> look, like people who consider themselves reasonably tall, yes. or like definitely average, yeah. Are like god damn it there is like a height there is sort of a height so i i, I am six five for those who don't know and for for my people that get in the car that are over five nine they seem to have no no real problems yeah know? uh but a lot of people that get in my car are not over five nine these I, days, don't, I mean so. i don't have like problems it's just it's like not pleasant. i see you reach for the handle yeah, to get it's just, in it's a not lot, pleasant you know? yeah so like i can't we came up here to put some side rails on my car so people could have easier access who aren't talk and just like literally i just literally slide in to my car it's it's a great feeling i've never had a car that i could do that with because i've only driven cars that could that could not fit me uh, height wise so we came up here to do that and the company that i bought the side rails from did not include the brackets to put onto the car so that was amazing yeah so it's really just been uh me andrew and uh can we do we say tawny's husband's name on here the answer is I. I was about to say yes, and I completely lost confidence. In okay, it. well, he who who for our Tony's husband, uh, one of the good ones. I don't remember. He, I think he's. I think. Well, yeah. Let's. It's safer to not. Yeah. So, let's, yeah. let's let's err on the side of caution. But he is a very. He is. I foot. You could, for all intents and purposes, he's like a ranch hand. Like, <laughs> like you know, he does a lot of stuff around the place that we're staying at, like uh, various projects. Um, let's just say being up here on the on the compound is by far the closest it it was it we were joking it felt like a, a video game upgrade level when we yeah, came up it here it did feel like red dead redemption like dlc you know like we came we we're gonna upgrade the ride we worked on literally our knife throwing skills and our <laughs> archery skills archery skills um <laughs> And then we, and then we made a. Uh, it's after Lunar New Year, but um, the boys had not had many Lunar New Year type meals, so I made some. Um, the this is the first cakes. time I've been invited to multiple Lunar New Years this year. Well, it's just the party never stops. Yeah. Um. So yes, this is this is Yosis racist. Um. Uh. Usually, Tony Newsom and Kevin Bartelt are here. Neither of them. Uh, are currently here. Um, we are in Tanya's old studio. So if the if the like sound quality sounds familiar, you're, <laughs> you're feeling Tanya's uh, Tanya's handiwork. Her fingerprints are all over this episode, despite her <laughs> not physically being here. <laughs> the big wall of sound that is Tanya Newsom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's she's you know she created the the atmosphere that enables us to do this. Yeah, I mean, no one can see this besides you and us right now, but there is a Spontaneous Nation Rest in Peace uh, tour poster that has them all muppified. And I gotta say, I'm a big fan of Muppet PFT and Muppet Tony. Like oh, I you, wanted- said, you said muppified. I was like, I thought you said mummified, <laughs> which also would feels very on brand. Yeah, no, it, there's a good vibe going on down here. And yeah, so we are, we're do, doing the show without Tony. Needless to say, we are aware, we, I am aware that shit is beyond <sighs> off the rails. We're now, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Continue, please. Andrew. Oh no. Um, we're kind of talking as if this is a, um, a Yo Can We Live episode, which is our premium show. You can get us at SuboptimalPods.com. <laughs> um, Zig and I will be doing that shortly. Right, but also, um, 
let's see uh producer kevin did text me to remind me because we are never good with dates that this episode will be coming out on the first day of black history month hey um hey, hey, hey undefeated baby which, well there's there's zig <laughs> and also we do news and uh we are aware that the news was extremely fucking horrible this week so we're being jovial but we'll we'll get to a piece of that and talk about how you know talk about uh that i'm trying to think if there's any other housekeeping i guess we'll get the crass commercialism out of the way um mm -hmm. but um tawny and i without zig uh will be at Cobb's comedy club on um the fourth this saturday at 7 p.m with mohanad alchiki and eugene cordero doing a live show as part of sf sketch fest um yeah uh, i think that is all the things i was supposed to say beforehand um yeah i don't know so so we were talking beforehand about this I mean, you know obviously it feels like one of those things that is like um we have a, a guest host both because of opportunity and because of necessity but it feels <laughs> fucked up to drop like hey what do you think about um tyree nichols being murdered by the by the police and the reaction to it on someone because it's fucking horrible yeah um and, and you know part and parcel of sort of a long unending history of police violence mm -hmm. um and then so so i think the thing that like i mean i guess speaking just like personally and not like speaking for zig but i know zig and i both um have been taking a pretty significant twitter break yes which i i found really colored my like it changed the way that I perceived all of this compared to, I, mean, I guess the most directly comparable like social upheaval, up not upheaval, Jesus, like social like movement, uh, immediate in the immediate aftermath. Something like this was probably George Floyd. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, like, is there like, yeah? I I think both of us experienced this a little. Yeah, this is differently. Uh, this is the. I, so I, as Andrew was alluding to, I've taken a pretty substantial break from all social media, but mainly Twitter, yeah. just because uh, one, like I, I spent, this is the only thing that Andrew would know. And I guess Tony and everyone, but like, uh, last year was like a difficult year for me personally, but also like, I was just working so much. Like I've never worked. I, I worked, I had a job that I worked for 56 weeks straight with yeah. only like a week off in between. So like, I was just so burnt out and it got to the point where I, I was just spending what little free time I had on Twitter and just being absolutely miserable. Like for every very funny reaction or joke or whatever I'd see or every cool like piece of art that I'd come across, it would just be tons of just like dialogue and discourse about things that I had no particular interest in. Yeah. And I find myself, I found myself doing this thing where I would form an opinion on something that I did not know about five sure. seconds before. It's so, like I had no time to like process anything or like sort of see what was going on, do an investigation. Um, so I took a break from that uh, and it's been good for me, like uh, having free time and also like not getting bogged down with like conversation about pieces of pop culture that I don't care yeah. about. But the con to that is that I have not been kept up to date for a lot of like new stuff because a lot of new yeah. things are shared on, on Twitter. So like, I, I mean, I wouldn't have done this anyway if I did still have Twitter, but like, I definitely have not seen the video. Yeah. I will probably never watch the video. Yeah. Um. So like I've, I've only gotten like little bits of updates, which is like, I think there were five cops involved in Tennessee. Yeah. Tennessee. Is it Nashville, yeah. Memphis, something I like that? Memphis. Yeah. So I, I haven't seen uh, a lot of the online um, 
like protests or activations and stuff for it. Uh, so I'm a little in the dark when it comes to that. But I don't know. It's one of those things where we've been, I, I, I've been, I've been doing this show for some form or fashion for like four or five years now. Yeah. And uh, if like every time it happens, which is all the time, at least two or three major one major events like these happen every year, and the conversation is always the same. Um, like, and I feel like my 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 talking points have been distilled now, down now to um, police are not your friends. Yeah, they will never be Even your friends. Black, uh, yeah, I don't Even, know if you saw. Yeah, so so the police that did this or black cops. Yes, yeah, black cops um, don't care about you. Yeah, um, it, it's just like such an old conversation that uh, another reason I took a break from Twitter is seeing stuff like that just constantly on the timeline as well. I think that's a little bit. Yeah, the thing that's like a little, I mean, speaks to, you know, not not to woe is us any of this, but mm-hmm. it's like the the audience for the show is like fairly disparate. Yeah, like there are white folks that probably do are surprised, like yeah, yeah, yeah. with the cops aren't your friend, yeah, and yeah. probably even more surprised like black cops can enforce white supremacy violently yeah Yeah. um you know the anecdote is that sometimes black cops do it even more violently because their allegiance is to you know their badge or or whatever um i you know i don't know how like I don't know if there's I, I knowing the the way that cops, um, police departments in general and police unions mm-hmm. like hide numbers. I'm guessing it would be impossible to actually do a study on something like this. Yeah, I feel like that's been said before, right? I feel like we've mentioned it either on the show or we read studies or reports that like because there's so little actual uh documentation or notebook yeah. keeping, like it's almost sort of impossible to get an actual accurate accurate measurement of yeah, every How case of happens. like police brutality, p- police murder. I mean, you see it in this case because it's very public. But every yeah. time, like they do everything they can to cover it up, hide yeah. the data, hide the existence, blame the victim. Mm-hmm. You know, again, like it's 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 sort of relentless. Um, and I, you know, to the extent that it matters, I mean, I guess it's that like you know, I it's sort of unclear what it will take, but like. Mm-hmm this is not quote unquote reformable yeah and like police you saw it um in los angeles and everywhere that there are protests um yeah but like like they're they know that the pr thing to say is like oh this is a travesty oh yeah. and then like literally do nothing about it i mean i guess the other thing we clearly see is like body cameras do not do anything like mm. these these cops left their body cameras on yeah and didn't seem to care that they were on while they beat a man to death yeah um so there probably is something to be said for both zig and i um one thing that we have not done in taking a step back from obviously the horrible like like things that are i mean i think for me twitter is also just like like briefly it was like slightly less of a like right-wing bent Oh, um, yeah. And, and not that it wasn't. Obviously, I feel like I'm probably very ignorant in even imagining that. But um, it's now like all national media. It is just right wing news and opinion. And so it is like just like hard to to find like truly objective information anywhere. Um, I mean, one thing that's helped and I know I bang this drum and probably in some instances this is this is a little hollow in that it um this is you know police police violence is one of the areas where um the type of mutual aid that zig and i are involved in 
you know, we are trying to help people. And these are the folks that I guess if push comes to absolute shove would be part of some sort of type of protecting the community. And it does extend all, you know, not just handing out snacks, but it is like protecting the community always. However, you know, day to day, besides existing, you know, our actions, um, we don't have a direct hand in resisting police brutality, really. Um, however, it is, you know, just like the, you know, all all things. It's, it's like, it's scary to fucking think about, but I don't know what to tell you other than the cops do not uphold justice. Yeah. So, like, I know it's scary to think that there are no cops or that the people that should be doing, like, upholding justice are actually literally doing the opposite, but that's also reality. Yeah. So, like, look, find your fucking... Um, help in your community. Find your help in your community because mm-hmm. that is all you got. Yeah, I don't know. Do we? I we're. Just, I don't know. I feel like we said. I mean, this is. I know. We're saying the same shit yeah, over yeah. and over again, which yeah. I guess is how the fucking racists win. Is they? Yeah, but I, I think also just backing it up a little bit. Yes, this is a. I have to acknowledge that this is a thing that uh, maybe a, a large portion of the audience has, does not know that does not live this experience. Um, so I understand the value in what we're saying, but yeah, I got, I truly have nothing new at this conversation because yeah. I've said it or we've said it uh, every, at least two or three times a year for the past yeah. five years for myself in the past decade, I'm assuming where, however long you've been doing this. Well, thing. just like right, saying it publicly. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously you've known this your entire life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. like, yeah, that too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I, I will, you know, I have to say I probably definitely haven't known it my entire life. Like there's yeah. definitely, um growing up east asian middle class there's just like um especially like people in my community um and my family even who are like very invested in white supremacy also so like you know do they do it in the worst ways possible i guess probably not but i don't really know um and it's you know partially a thing i have to fucking deal with a lot (laughs) um i don't know I guess to in, to the extent that we're looking for any sort of like, yeah, look, protection, I guess, protecting yourself goes two ways. There are times when you need to um, truly just like mm-hmm. protect yourself from what's out there, but also like when you have the capacity, you know, the community, participating in the community is necessary. Yes. So to the extent that you can do that, I don't know. I mean... It feels also, I sh- we probably should have talked about how you were doing prior to getting into this, but we have a few minutes before we have to go to um, do the commercial, which also feels crass. <laughs> there's uh, no, there, I guess there's, is there a way to do this without feeling disgusting? I'm not sure. Anyway, uh, what's, how's what's, life, man, uh, besides all this shit? Uh, outside of, of this, uh, you know, life has been... Uh, good you've seen my my transition from uh work workman workman zig to um zig's infinite vacation over the course of like a week and a half so for all intents and purposes for everything said i am doing fantastic yeah Uh, i don't have to wake up to do shit besides the stuff that i want to do i wake up i read stuff again (laughs) i watch movies and watch tv shows and like play games again i'm being a functional human being taking um, vacations again it's great man you are doing a little work right you still have uh miles morales oh yeah i still do comic book stuff but like it it takes up so infinitely so much less time than like my day quote unquote day job did yeah 
that was supposed to be an alley-oop for a plug I'm oh sorry. uh yeah you miles morales uh out new uh, miles morales issue number three out at the time of this recording um tomorrow i don't know when this, this drops what the first uh yeah oh this drops tomorrow on yeah. wednesday oh yeah. well it's out today yeah uh yeah uh get it whenever you read your books but yeah other than that life is life is great dude i good i am spending at least the next three months not doing anything besides yeah chilling chilling yeah yeah that's probably uh well deserved on the <laughs> um all right well yeah was that a good first act um to the extent you know i don't know that was yeah. tough thank you for thank you for joining me on that uh, both listeners and zig and no thanks to miss peanut here on the couch <laughs> who is just it's just really the glue that holds the band together she's really giving me yeah. what can only be considered unbelievable side eye right now <laughs> um so yeah let's uh let's take a break and we'll come back and we'll we'll do some voicemails <laughs> All right, we're back. We are gonna do some voicemails. We are, we have a slightly experimental setup here. So once again, this actually is, I guess, a preemptive apology to producer Kevin. Mm. Um, sorry for how this is about to go. Um, we hope it's not too bad. Um, I'm just gonna start with the rage-inducing one. I have one that I've been saving <laughs> up that is like from a racist. We don't often publish the the. Um, Oh, the troll, the troll ones, the troll ones. This one is like this one is. Um, I guess I guess we you'll you'll see. Okay, it, it is. Oh, it is a troll. No, yeah, let me go troll. in blind. Yeah, what what am I? Yeah. I, I don't want to anyway. But I, it just felt like I don't know. This felt like a possibly good <laughs> energy. Maybe not. Who knows? Here we go. Hello, my name is Chris, and tonight I went to a movie with my girlfriend. Uh, House of Gucci, uh, Ridley Scott film with uh, Lady Gaga and Adam Driver, and uh, I've been saving this one for Jared a while. Leto, Al Pacino. Anyways, down the way from me was a young couple, and they were talking the whole time. Um, given the part of town we were in, I knew they were going to be a uh, black couple. <laughs> Because that's just where we were. And Jesus Christ. I, after about 30 minutes of waiting out, went over and said, hello, would you guys mind moving down a few seats or please not talking anymore? Uh, there was a confrontation. Not too bad. Uh, it was handled well. And then I uh, went and told security because I guess that was the proper protocol. And my question to you is, uh, why yeah. black people talk in movies and think it's okay? Can you stop it? I'm, I'm done. I don't care about this dude anymore. Fuck Chris. Yeah. <laughs> why, do, why, do, why do fucking white dorks always assign themselves as like cops? Yeah. This, oh, fucking... this, this, this couple was talking. Who cares? It's, it's a, you went to House of Gucci also. Like, what? You, they, they're talking over <laughs> fucking Jared Leto's incredible uh, Mario accent. What are you talking uh, Get out of here. <laughs> to be fair, he would have been a good Luigi. <laughs> yeah, he would have been fantastic Luigi. No, I, I, have, I, have, I care so little about fucking Chris's plight. Uh, fuck him. Fuck Chris. You're racist. Yeah. Eat shit and die. Well, don't die. I don't want you to die. You can eat shit, though. Uh, who, yeah. who cares? Why do black people talk it? What are you talking about, dude? I I just get like I mean every now and again it's hard to know because because I I usually feel that's this is why I was like troll or just 
a racist? I think both. I, I think he's one of those trolls uh, that presumably hate listens to the show or has I at guess. some point, which is weird because it's behind a paywall now, right? No, no, no. Oh, it's so free. Oh, oh, yeah. Thank you, oh, for, yeah. thank you for listening. Uh, yeah, subscribe, yeah. I, I rate, and review. Yeah, yeah. So, subscribe, like. Uh, yeah, who, uh, oh, yeah, we've already wasted more time on Chris, and I want everyone to. Yeah, yeah. You're, it's a dumb question. Your races let niggas talk in a theater. Who cares? I hope that the next movie he goes to, it's only by people talking. <laughs> I hope that it's just, and I hope they, they. I hope it's whatever. I hope it's House of Gucci two or whatever dumb movie he's going to go see. Also, the idea of like going to I, the imagine the idea of going to oh, i'm already wasting so much for energy this dude but the idea of going to like I, I, that I was, quote unquote that part of town where like yeah are there well, really yeah. that many black people in seeing house of gucci like i just yeah. i find that very hard to believe well to me it was the um like the, this is i guess where i'm like I, I guess this is a clear troll in that like the <laughs> the, the white guys that think they're slick with like yeah. we're to that part of town yeah. and you know what that's like why yeah. do black people talk about like if you can't like update if your shit is not better than like the comedy store from like oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah yeah like I don't know why I single White guys watch me like this. Obviously, Black all, all like fucking this. stand club stand up is yeah. the absolute fucking worst. Nah, next one, you donkey. All right, all right. We're just we're moving on. <laughs> it's the first day of Black History Month. We gotta choke down some dumb, I, dumb I, questions. I don't know why I thought that would Chris. be entertaining. I'm sorry. My no, it's okay. My favorite part of that though is I can see how long ago he left the voicemail because of the well, movie yeah. reference that he had. I, I, I actually <laughs> forgot about that part. I was just like, I had just I just have a folder labeled like, do we really need to dig into these? And the answer continues to be no. I want to see when House of Gucci came out. That's, by the way. I think it was 2021. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> I just... Oh, uh, that's very fun. I don't know. I just... Sometimes I feel like I, like, I need to clear the backlog. I respect it. I I'm respect sorry, it. man. All right. Here we go. This one is much more contemporary. Mm-hmm. Hey, Andrew, Tani, and Kevin. Um, so I am calling you on January 22nd. Um, it is the Lunar New Year. Um, I guess for context, I am a white woman. And this morning I received a text from one of my friends who is an Asian woman, and it was a screenshot of a tweet that um, someone we know posted. Um, and this person is a white woman. And there's a picture of her holding a vibrator, and the caption was, like, Happy Lunar New Year. This is how I'm celebrating the Year of the Rabbit. And um, all the comments were fellow white presenting women basically going, like, oh, this is so funny. This is such a great tweet. And then my friend who had sent me this uh, screenshot replied and said, hey, this is really disrespectful of my culture. Like, FYI, you should delete this. And the woman who posted it um, clearly saw that reply. And instead of doing any introspection or anything, she um, unfollowed both my friend and me and made the tweet protected. So... Uh, neither of us <laughs> didn't want that reply to it anymore. Um, would love your thoughts on this. Uh, I personally think it's racist, um, but yeah, tell me if you guys think it is as well, and what you guys would do in this situation. <laughs> Thanks. You know one of uh, one of my favorite one of, one of my favorite subgenre of uh, caller voicemails <laughs> is like, um, 
white people finding out that white people are also very annoying. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like I, uh, you can obviously speak to more more about about the uh, Ch- Lunar New Year, but uh, yeah, yeah, white people are very annoying. This is called a microaggression. We experience it all day, every day, um, in every setting you could possibly think of at the coffee shop, online. Another reason I got off Twitter, yeah. like uh, any 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 time a black or brown person logs onto some type of social media, you're going to see some dumb very uh small grade racism like this and uh it's very funny whenever there's like the slightest bit of push up be like hey this is this is kind of <laughs> like shitty that. right and like no block delete get out of here i i will say i almost think this is this caller's uh the other type of troll <laughs> which the hell what the fuck are you talking about i wasn't sure if this was racist <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you um and also the fact that they were unwilling to name this account. Listen, if you're going to call in. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, Andrew loves a snitch moment. I mean, come on. Like, this is like easily verifiable, <laughs> just like clear racism. Like, because that's that's all you can do. I mean, look, the, the thing that is, to the extent that there is any value in like the like social media, um, like, toxicity Mm -hmm. it does like tell you who the people in your lives are in a pretty real way because they're out there actually just this morning i was like oh looking at twitter and i like i saw i I was on one of my blocking sprees that is i will (laughs) say um even though it has and this is me like having slightly too much time on my hands but um this like Twitter blue thing that oh, um, I think I was right leaving right or- Elon Musk. Uh, okay, that's when you been, pay for it, right? Yeah, that's the one you okay. pay for. Uh, you get a blue check mark. You get the same blue check mark, but it still says you paid for Twitter blue. Um, <laughs> this ha- that has been one of my favorite ways of being like, oh wow, <laughs> truly fuck this person. It's just <laughs> it's a new avenue for me to block people. I, I have noticed highly that um, my my favorite like uh, way to farm blocks <laughs> is. Every time there's one of those like kind of like slightly memey but like financial advice ones, it's like oh, oh like like what how, you know what's what's you know, whatever your favorite investment or whatever like yeah. all the like crypto losers that have like <laughs> bought paid for blue check marks yeah it's just like picking them off oh just, that's like yeah it's, it's like a whole you gather that seems them up like an, an elevated version because you used to also because i did the same thing when i was on there is i would block sponsored ads yeah so anytime like a promo or yeah. like a sponsored ad i'd block that person immediately yeah it's just a new new venue um, a new a new reason you're still on twitter right people. or you did you, yeah okay. I, i'm less way less but yeah. like yeah um um, but yeah the the thing i was gonna say is like um yeah oh yeah i was just on and i was like some these like two people who are like kind of acquaintances were like following like fucking far right let's say medium right-wing fascist barry weiss's like podcast i was like oh wow <laughs> just it's just good for me to know yeah, yeah. what people like like what it's so much simpler to cut people out of your life when they just like publicly do shit like that yeah 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 it's just like oh my god yeah fuck these people yeah it's that's why i only use it uh once or twice a month to promote something that i'm doing and then yeah. I, I get right back off yeah speaking of everyone keep watching 90s show I, 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 your episode is really funny by the way thank you <laughs> i've only i i very I honestly i only watched one episode and i told you that but like i actually uh, it, it reminded me of like why i because i did enjoy this that 70s show yeah so like um if the rest of the season is any indication of that episode, it was a really funny show, man. Yeah. Everyone keep watching. I I um couldn't need a job, especially if the writers go on strike. Oh, I need God. A I about that. Out of job. 
Um, oh my God, where were we? Um, oh yeah. So look to the to the caller, like yeah. Well, I I can I can. This is not being sardonic or or, or passive aggressive. I I congratulations on realizing that uh, white people are annoying through yeah. like microaggressions. Uh, yeah. Keep that eye open for more of those uh, because it's something that black and brown people experience uh, quite a lot. Yeah. Um, every day, multiple times throughout the day small like little little micro uh aggressions as i just said yeah uh so now now your third eye has been opened and you can see these things now. and don't feel bad about shaming people that put their racist shit out in public like <laughs> truly tell us tell us tell people who this is because it's like this is like the fact and, and you know what here okay maybe this is actually part and parcel with actually the whole conversation and it's a thing that we used to say a lot more i haven't necessarily said it it is not like you know, as much as it's annoying and like, look, everyone should be um, better, but like, it's not necessarily the worst thing in the world to do the like racist microaggressive thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's the reaction and the fact that this woman got defensive and like unfollowed and like like is so invested in her racism um, that you know, I it's I, I think it's pretty reasonable that it's like. I didn't know. It's like yeah. subconscious. It's like didn't realize. Yeah, no one, no one comes out the womb be like, "I've got it all figured out. Yeah. I know how things work." Sometimes yeah. you got to eat a little shit, and yeah. it's fine. We all it eat shit. But yeah, the the inability to just be like, "Oh my god, I'm sorry," delete it, or like yeah. apologize, or like whatever, like or just choke it down. Sometimes yeah. you got to just choke it down. Yeah. And you'll be fine. That's what makes you the you'll bad be better off person. for it. I mean, the the first thing makes you an ignorant person, and the second thing makes you a bad person. Is <laughs> yes. that like? Yeah, then that that seems like a very. Uh, very distilled version of saying yeah. yeah you don't have to be a bad person yeah you're it's, you're allowed to simply learn yeah and yeah it's maybe not everyone's favorite to learn publicly but that's also why just delete shit would be totally <laughs> racist yeah yeah like it's pretty reasonable and yeah. fine you know and if you truly believe they're being unreasonable then you know be proud of what you're doing yeah. and why why hide behind locking it down because yeah. it's because you're a racist coward um so yeah fucking to the caller like you know you can take one step and just these people are not if they're not afraid to tell the world that they're racist mm -hmm. you shouldn't be able to afraid to tell not only that they're racist but they're also mad corny yeah oh my god that's the bigger that's almost an even bigger sin yeah just like like just unbelievably shitty mm -hmm. all right this is this is gonna be a little bit of a short episode we're under Oh, you guys only do two voicemails now, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Two voicemails. Yeah. We're, oh, wow, we're, wow. I was expecting one more. I uh, you know. can tell I've been out of the game for a minute. Yeah, that's fine, man. Yeah. Wanna, we're, we're here. We're in a uh, chilly desert paradise. <laughs> we can audibly hear uh, Tawny's ranch hand husband doing some type of project outside. I mean, plus, and we're in a room with an unbelievable number of drums. And guitar, yeah, yeah. We've been jamming a little bit, and by jamming, I mean I we individual played one instrument for like five minutes. You, you play well. I, I had, I had a Zig lay down a little podcast groove, so that's <laughs> that's also why we're in such fine form right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think, I think this is this is what's gonna happen. Uh, what do we say? Three two three three eight nine seven two two three. That's three two three three eight nine race. If you're in the Bay Area, please come and see Tony and I. Um, Zig was talking about trying to drive up so yeah i'm still debating i don't think I he gotta, should do I gotta, it I, I literally think he should not do it okay. but i guess there's some chance you hear that people andrew said don't come so i'm not coming <laughs> there's so. some chance i just i i i wouldn't 
do it for you. If you had a show in San Francisco, uh, my ass certainly would not. Actually, I might. But yeah. my point is, Zig, don't put yourself out. But you will see uh, Eugene Cordero, Mahanet Alshiki, uh, Tony Newsom, Andrew T. Cobb's Comedy Club will be will be doing all our live show stuff. Um, mm. It's been a while since I've been in Frisco, Frisco, San Fran, Frisco. They love it when you say that. Yeah, they love it. Uh, I I I try not the best promo to just relentlessly antagonize the city <laughs> you're going to, but what are you gonna do? Yeah, I don't know. If you're if you're in the Bay Area, tell us where we should eat on Sunday uh, lunchtime. Does Tony have plugs? Do we do what? What did her watch? Uh, watch Lower Decks, right? I guess keep watching Lower Decks. Yeah, keep watching Lower Decks. She has like like a set of specific plugs that she does you know i want to do it for tony come and support my 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 black queen uh you know check out lower decks on uh-huh. paramount, paramount plus. plus yeah and you know what if you still uh, is still it paramount there, plus i think it's paramount plus Shit. i'm gonna say C- cbs all access you keep talking you know i'm just gonna keep ramping until uh andrew looks up but also check out material flats they have a uh a, a, a band camp somewhere some great music with uh bethany uh, uh thomas uh check those out and as for me you know what? Your boy's not working on anything right now besides Miles Morales Spider-Man. We already plugged that. But you know what I want you to do? I want you to keep an ear out. It is Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus. See, I was right. Yeah. See, don't see I I had I, my confidence got shook. I mind for me a too. Split I'm second sorry. I craved I, I caved. I well, I was like You know what they can, listeners can keep their ears out for? Uh a new episode of Gundam to my head. Oh yeah. <laughs> at some point in time cuz now I have free time and I'm back in the podcast game, baby. Um yeah, that's true. This is that'll be on suboptimalpods.com for mm-hmm. the uh, suboptimal bundle. Can we tell them what show we're gonna? I'm gonna make you watch. Yeah, it's gonna be Chainsaw Man. Yeah, so. this is this is a show where Zig, huge uh, anime nerd, <laughs> makes me huge anime asshole. Yeah. <laughs> uh, watch an anime, and I have I have not disliked them, but I have not. You've never picked back up and watched any, have you? I have not. Well, I have never really understood what the hell was happening. Yeah, you know, I think because I drop you in, not even like the first episode. Like I feel like I drop you in like two or three D yeah. with no context. I'm just trying on. to relate. I'm just trying to relate to the thing you love. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'm doing it under duress. And <laughs> do I love doing it? I don't hate it. Yeah, there you go. But I don't love it. Hang out with your boy, get some food. Yeah, I, I like the, I like everything but the anime, <laughs> pretty much. Anyway. All right, that's the show. Thanks for listening. Uh, thank you, Zig, for being here. Of course. Um, and I guess our next episode will be... I guess I'm not sure how... I, if the next episode will be live from um, San Francisco Sketchfest or SF Sketchfest or the one after that, because I'm not sure what our production schedule is. It is something I could have looked up or asked before I started recording, but it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. That's it. Peace. This is Suboptimal.